0: Hey everyone. My name is Apollonia Rockwell. I'm the founder of True Safety. And today's special guest, I'm so excited. This is my good friend, Keith, my coworker, um, owns a few businesses in the oil and gas industry and in the construction manufacturing world. And I've had the chance to work with Keith Martin for almost two years now. Mm -hmm. And working with you has been incredible for so many reasons. But one thing that I just really look up to you for and what I've learned over the last two years working with you is, and we were just talking about this before we started, was even though you own a few businesses and you have you've come from the field and now you're running multiple divisions in Colorado and Texas and Virginia and so many other places, you have not lost what's most important. And your perspective every single day, your focus has always been people. And I think that's what has made you and your whole team, everyone that surrounds you, I feel like that has been what has made you guys so successful, is your focus on people. And I just want to dive in a little bit on your background and your experiences and what you think has made your companies um so successful, I don't know, so let's get so you've been in the industry for how many years
1: uh started in nineteen ninety so I guess it'd be twenty eight years now uh, okay. oil and gas construction oil and, oil and gas um, worked in the power industry power you know uh I've seen the trends of you know the booms up and down from where i've I built drilling rigs, we built ethanol plants you know mm-hmm. we've seen a trend when the ethanol industry was going, and they really wasn't much drilling for petroleum that we worked in the ethanol plants. And the, during the natural gas boom there, we was building uh, natural gas power plants. Uh,
0: wow. Where are uh
1: We started in Oklahoma, um, Texas, Arkansas, you wow. know, a little bit everywhere. And uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you, you see, I've seen it change from when we started. I started out on the pipeline with okay. my dad um, at the time where, 1990, there wasn't no JSAs or JHA, <laughs> they would just get it, yeah. you know, and hard hats. You know, I've been on mm-hmm. when we first started out, you know, uh, you really didn't have to wear a hard hat, you know, it's kind of crazy, but uh, and then I, I think back there on the hand injuries, um,
0: yeah, there
1: never mean? was no such thing as right down near miss near oh. miss
0: and observation programs all no. the safety regulations that we have today that we go through it, it i mean does it blow your mind what what we how we operate today and what's required of you as a contractor what what was is required to you today versus what was required of you to get the job done even 10 years ago i mean what does that look like oh, it's, what about just even 10 5 years ago
1: well yeah you know now you know 10 5 years ago like I say, going back to 1990, where you didn't have, it was, you'd have a meeting in the morning telling you where you're going to go and you're going to get it done. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, you know, uh, I remember seeing my first JSA probably.
0: Yeah. When was that?
1: You know, I was trying to think the year of that. uh, (laughs) It was in the nineties, later nineties, I believe, uh, you know, I'm bad with dates. It seemed like everything was yesterday or, you know. So. What
0: industry was it? What company? It was, it was
1: on a power plant. Okay. And actually, the, the job I was on, a man did get killed on I, that job. I
0: was going to say, what what sparked the need for this JSA Well, so somebody died it, on the job?
1: The, the company we was working for, I mean, they, they implemented it, but it was kind of a deal where, hey, y'all try this. But it was check the box type. JSA hazards. You're, yeah, you're checking the box. Yeah, you're checking know. the box. Did anyone train
0: you how to use it?
1: Yeah, and then that's something I want. To, we'll talk about later on routine and checking the box deals. But uh
0: what happened? Um, that fatality on that was that it was the first... a fall.
1: It was a fall. Uh, I've been on uh, the first job. I I went out and on a power plant. I seen a, uh, I was on the, I've been on three jobs where men were killed, and they okay. they were all falls. And that's when the I think at OSHA's number one, that's the number one killer. OSHA cited yep. and mm-hmm. yeah, the the man was it was right before Christmas. I remember because oh uh, we were in uh he was in the stack of the backside of the boiler coming down off the the uh, on the power plant. You've got your boiler, you know, everything up top. But there's the stack where all your you know the steam. If it's a steam boiler, you're going to have your emissions going out. But mm-hmm. he was we was building that, and he was coming down the ladder rung and. Actually, one of the rungs on there wasn't bolted or welded right, mm-hmm. and it broke, and he fell to his death.
0: How far did he fall? He fell
1: probably, him? that stack was 100 feet. He fell about 60 feet to his death.
0: And you knew him? Did you ever relate? I mean, You know, that him?
1: job probably had 1,200 men on it, wow. and uh, mm-hmm. I was working nights, uh, running a crew at nights, and uh, the daytime, mm-hmm. this happened at daytime, my it was right at shift right before shift changed because yeah. we come in and they shut her down, you know, and uh I remember uh we was finishing that job the next we had to wear a safety harness as soon as we soon as we clocked in, we called it brassing in then you used to have to get your brass. Okay. To, so you'd get your you know, if you needed to get your tool or whatever, you had a number. Okay, okay. I remember going to the brass shack and uh, a bulletin there, everyone will have their safety. We had to wear a safety harness, whether you was on the ground, three foot up. Uh, I, I remember we was working twelve hour shifts, having to wear that heavy harness.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, you know,
0: did they tell? Still you? being
1: proactive, I guess that was reactive. Now that I look about it, you know, uh, what where did we fail that guy? Why did he? You know, I thought about that for a long time. Uh,
0: so it so it stuck with you that what yeah. happened, uh, even though there were oh, twelve hundred men. One yeah, and, and then there was this fatality, so that stuck with you. It was right before Christmas, you said Yes, yeah, so I
1: remember taking up collection off my crew and uh mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know the guy personally, but I knew he had children and mm-hmm. right at Christmas, so we took up something to send his wife, but uh mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's something that'll stick with you forever, you know. And then mm-hmm. uh Roxboro, North Carolina, I was on a job there and uh I was young, I was probably I think I was twenty years old. Yeah. And uh I was welding out there. And uh, there was a younger kid went up in a man basket with a crane. Okay. And uh, when you're working in a man basket, you know uh, the kid stood waiting for the basket to stop swinging. Yeah. You bring it, and you don't ever reach out and pull, try to pull the basket to the structure.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Well, apparently the kid wasn't tied off. Well, I was gonna ask. Is swinging. And he reached out to pull himself over to the, to the structure where he needed to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, when he pulled, if the ba- you know the basket weighing more,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what it did, It pulled him out of the. Mm-hmm. So he fell about you know to his death. Wow! And uh, I remember wow. being twenty years old, thinking, "Ooh."
0: I do the you same know. thing every day, or I, I do the same task, and <sighs> that could have been me, or that could have been one of my guys. And
1: that's what I'd like to talk about. You know. We preach complacency. but I, At I, all of our
0: safety meetings. So we work yeah, together, yeah. and we talk about complacency all the time. What is, you know,
1: you know how, do you talk
0: to, how do you talk about complacency to your guys?
1: Well, I, I was thinking of that when, I, when you told me that you wanted to come in and talk. Yeah. We need to change things up. Assuming assumptions. You mm-hmm. know, complacency, if you think about it, all incidents or accidents or death.
0: It's not gonna Assumptions
1: to me. or assuming something usually root causes something.
0: One hundred percent. It's not going to happen to me. Yeah.
1: Apollonia, I believe you was working with us uh, where we we'd been lifting a separator on a certain for a, a client for three years mm-hmm. with a twelve uh, k telehandler forklift.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last okay. year.
1: Okay. We've been doing this for three years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, one day we dropped one. Mm-hmm. And, boys stops and, well, we assumed that Don't we've lifted that same piece of equipment for three years that nothing could go wrong. Yeah. Well, they brought in a little different than weighed more. Yeah. So, assuming created an incident. Sure. That's complacency. Sure. Yeah. We, we took it that's for granted. That's complacency. Yeah, that's when it's something you do a hundred million times that's going to get you killed. Mm-hmm. And people need to think of that, and that's, you know... I if love you, that. You know, you that. know what assuming does. It makes an nice ass out of you and me. You know, you if you look. Yeah. There's.
2: Assume. You know,
1: assume. out of you and you, me. Yeah, because, um, you know, let's just take it in perspective. We want to talk about culture. and We want to talk about safety culture starts at home from your routine. I'm going to tell you what kill you. Yeah. We're, we're creatures of habit. Humans mm-hmm. are
0: creatures. 100%. Mm-hmm.
1: We got a routine. I guarantee you, you got a routine every yes. morning. Yes. Yes, I do. It mm-hmm. takes women four hours to get ready to go to work. <laughs> You know, <laughs> how
0: do you long does it take? How long does it take you to get to it? Fifteen minutes,
1: I'm out the door.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: but I've got a routine. We all do. We do all we
0: do. We do. I do. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: You do it every morning. So, uh, okay. You like to drink? I like to drink coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about one? One a good example on coffee drinking is I like to put your coffee in. You know, some people's got the automatic starter or. You put your coffee in that night before, when you get up, you just go push, uh-huh. you know, then when you're, you're ready for your cup of coffee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you're assuming that coffee's in that filter, right? Routine. Yeah, routine. Okay. One morning, someone put cinnamon in there thinking it's
0: Hilarious. coffee. <laughs> okay.
1: So you're on your routine that morning.
0: Mindlessly okay. going through the motions. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Assuming your wife has put coffee in there for you like she always has. But being busy with the kids or something, she gets into the spice jar and scoops up cinnamon and puts it in there.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, then the
1: next morning you just get that coffee. Did you check?
0: No. When you push that, no.
1: whether that was coffee or not? You just assumed. And you get it and you're like, what is that? <laughs> but then it's
2: too late, isn't it? It's too late. How about that was poison? Yeah. Think about it. Yeah.
1: You know, we don't prepare for the unexpected.
2: Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, assuming. We talk about complacency. We've got to build a culture, start teaching your people. It starts at home, and it starts
0: on I your drive to work. I love that. I love that. When you that. go to a four-way,
1: Apollonia, uh, if you're an ongoing vehicle and they're giving you a blinker left,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're assuming they're going left. Right. When you drive out in there. Yeah, yeah. Here's what we don't prepare for. Are we prepared to be defensive in case they turn right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. They
1: turn right and T-bone you. Mm-hmm.
0: You're not you're prepared. Going
1: to say, so you're, there's a lot of assumptions. Assumptions will kill you, and, that, and that's what you know. We preach complacency, but let, let's just break it down and say assumptions is what causes complacency.
0: So bring me through. What are what do some of the conversations look like between you and your crews, and between you and your guys? What are some of the morning conversations you well, have with your guys so they can get prepared for the day? Well, you know,
1: the other day, uh, Emmanuel then was up there. Uh, when you we did a safety stand down safety the other. Stand down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, we got to think outside the box here. I've got to get these guys' attention. Yeah. Um, so I, I took notes and I challenged them to something every one of us is guilty, mm-hmm. from you mm-hmm. to me to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I made some notes, um, and I brought to their attention on being complacent and mm-hmm. how it would. How, how it hurts your culture, or how, how it stagnates a culture. Let's say that like it stalemates. Mm-hmm. You seem like you're making progress. You've seen it,
2: and you all of a sudden to you have level. a first
1: date. Mm-hmm. You're like, what have we done? Everything, an accident can be
0: prevented. Every, yep, I believe, it's I believe in something
1: them. that the simple. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down a few things. I said. We, we routine. I said, everybody gets in the yard in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you said, first real the world, mm-hmm. they're and be dispatched to where they go. Yeah. Okay. We got assigned drivers. There's a four man crew and they all get in the truck. Mm-hmm. I said, that one driver, I said, do you guys let him drive? And what do you got? Three guys sleeping, three guys texting on their phones playing. look. <laughs> all I said, I'm going to challenge you to do. Does everybody wear their seat belts? In the crew truck.
0: And is everyone holding each other accountable yes. if they're not? Yes, I said,
1: now, is everybody guilty? Okay, then. Have some I honesty. said, is everyone keeping? I said, you guys are on the clock getting paid mm-hmm. to ride. Mm-hmm. Okay? So as soon as you get in that truck, you start thinking about the safety of the day because you got to get home to your families.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you see something, you own it. If the guy's in there, that's what I explained to him. Mm-hmm. A crew truck, like an oil field, a rouseabout truck, or
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay, we've got Hundreds of pounds of what's that truck is tooled up. Mm -hmm. You've seen them, Mm -hmm. you got pipe threaders, you got five foot rock bars, you got shovels, rakes, um, rigging, Mm -hmm. you got toolbox. I said, if you get in a wreck, four men in there, and you you roll one of these 5,500
2: trucks, Mm -hmm. you don't know where that
1: stuff's going. You know, I was in an accident one time in a welding truck, I rolled a welding truck, I got t Mm bone going through a four-way stoplight yeah when they hit me they hit me doing 85 mile an hour oh my gosh and i rolled that truck six times mm-hmm. and i did not have my seatbelt on that one and i had a welding truck i was welding at the time and i had tools everywhere do you know
0: where are those tools do, do you know what
1: everything i had it scattered for a quarter of a mile
0: i was going to say and then
1: inside my truck the debris flying around mm-hmm. they, and uh that's so what I was telling those guys, you know.
0: You shared that experience with your guys. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And and uh, if I'd have wore my seatbelt, I could have made it. I got about thrown through the windshield, mm-hmm. you know. It pinned me in. I had kicked my way out. Mm-hmm. But I had glass everywhere in my face. It killed the people that hit me. And it happened when I, unexpected, within yeah. a quarter mile from where I was staying, you know. Wow, I've drove that route hundreds of times.
0: Right, right, right.
1: But that one time, uh, you know, yeah, it could have been a lot worse.
0: And you shared that experience with your guys, and I feel that these last years working with you, I feel that you've always been very authentic and real with your people, and I feel that you've always shared your experiences, and you've always been you've always been practical and realistic. You don't you don't feel you're, you don't live in this fairy tale land that, um, you know, you hear so many companies say safety is number one, safety first. And I know that you believe yeah. in that, but you're realistic in the challenges that your guys face every day. And so you address that head on. You're real with your people. And I think yeah. that that's really important.
1: Exactly. You know, we hear the term practice what you preach.
0: Yes. You know, a lot of companies,
1: yeah. okay, they want to put a textbook model. Okay, they want to just lay the rules out on how, look at all these standard operating procedures. Everything's going to go
0: perfect, right? And then you're like, no. This is like
1: Sean. uh, We got a railroad crew. I was talking to him this morning. We're we're out there on the Brazos River.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: The driftwood is about to... it was building up on a railroad bridge because they got a lot of rain. And, mm-hmm. Well, we're doing something we've never done before. We're out there with boats and tracos. We're removing drift.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, Sean, we've never done that before. We're mm-hmm. going to finish up today. I said, have a timeout right now. Today's the last day. I said, oh, everything's, that's so went, good everything's went
2: smooth. Mm-hmm.
1: Gather them up and say, look, guys, we've never done. I said, first question I want you to ask people. How many times have we removed driftwood? None. I said, none. There you go.
0: The guys are going to be like, so we've
1: done good so far. Mm -hmm. We figure we'll be done by noon today. That can bite you in the butt. I said, because you've seen it happen
0: before. Yeah,
1: I said, bring them up and say, I said, the five minute rule. Sean said, what's the five minute rule? I said, that's something, you know, when you do your safety tailgate meetings, whatever, Apollonia, you know, JSAs, whatever, we're giving a we're telling people what they're going to be doing for the day. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay. Let's we go over our JSA. Okay, that's fine. But now let's do the five minute rule. Let's take five minutes to go back so, and say, "Hey, did we identify all the hazards?"
0: Let's walk around the. Yeah. Let's walk around the yeah, site. Take this five minutes,
1: saying maybe we missed something.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then
1: once you've done that, say... The operator's going to run that piece of equipment. Mm -hmm. Tell him to take five minutes before he even gets in that piece of equipment Mm -hmm. and say.
0: What could go wrong here?
1: What can go wrong? What's the, am I ready for the
0: unexpected? You guys see that philosophy. I know that in the last year you guys have expanded from an oil and gas company to working with UP to working with international paper in Virginia. You're doing things that we have not done before. I know you're bringing on great people, but I think what has made you guys so successful is you're constantly meeting with your people and you're training and you're coaching and you're mentoring them to prepare for the unexpected, to adopt the safety principles that we've taken from the oil field, and we're bringing it over to UP and we're bringing it over to International Paper yeah. and. Do you think that what has been the biggest challenge growing a team and expanding it just from Colorado? You guys have opened divisions and offices in Texarkana, and you're opening all these divisions. What's been the hardest part about expanding?
1: Um,
0: is it the work is it or is it the people? Um,
1: you know there's challenges and everything, and you know we talk about whether it's oil and gas, whether it's railroad or whatever you know we said this we're in the people business. <gasps> Well, people yeah. business. It don't mm-hmm. matter what we're doing, we've got people doing a job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we got to be real. Mm-hmm. Don't make a fairy tale of how things are going to be. This get real with people and say and let them know. You know, there's hazards on a job.
0: This can kill you. You know,
1: building a team. We talk about you said challenges. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got to build a team because you're you, you're trying to basically uh, you're starting a crew you're kind of like recruiting say Hmm. say a scout goes and recruits baseball players
0: yeah we're basically
1: doing the same thing we want the best operators we want the best welders or whatever and do you always get the best of the best no you you build a team and, and you know that's what i tell people everybody has their job and that as a supervisor manager you've got to know your people oh
0: that's so good that so many people are missing that keith
1: I've, oh, you you know, you've got to know your people. And you can't run a job with an email. You cannot run a job with a JSA.
0: 100 You run
1: a job by being on the job and knowing Oh, your my pe- gosh, that's know. so
0: good. That is so good. Knowing uh, your yes. people.
1: Mm-hmm. You've got to be, the key to being successful gosh, that's is good. knowing the capabilities of every man that works for you. Mm-hmm. how I tell guys all the time you don't put a pitcher catching and a catcher pitching you know maybe the guy plays he, he's a left fielder and that's what all he knows. Yeah, that's good. you put people where they're comfortable and mm-hmm. where they benefit the company the team the most
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you and the first step to that is knowing your people and and being on the job exactly. you can't run a company with the best typed SOPs, and the best HSE manual at the office that nobody has ever seen, and the best JSA practices, and the best, all these, all this documentation and paperwork is great, but if you don't know your people, you're not going to succeed. That's...
1: Exactly. You mm -hmm. can have, like I told them there, you can just wipe your, you know, and Mm -hmm. throw that paper out if you're not relaying anything. Yeah. You know, you see... I've been with some companies over the years. An incident happens, mm-hmm. and here comes the investigation. Yeah. And they call breaking out uh, manuals and paperwork. No one's ever seen you. <laughs> like, what is that? Yes.
0: You know, <laughs> What's why, that? That's never been relayed <laughs> down to the Field people level. that need.
1: But like I told uh crew today on that project we talked about, you know, you talk about building a team. Yeah. I said, Sean, here's how we're going to build this. <laughs> I said – You've you've just done a task that we've never done before. Mm -hmm. I said, when y'all complete today, I said, I want you to gather your team up, and you're going to start it. I want you to write a standard operating procedure for removing drift, Mm -hmm. and every one of you that was on that team is going to be involved with writing this standard operating procedure. That's
2: so good. I said, how can
1: I write one? Yeah, I've never done it.
0: right. How can I
1: do it from my – Desk or wherever, and send you an email and tell you how to do it.
0: How can the office team create an SOP and they've never been on site exactly. before? How can yeah? I, I don't believe in just, that.
1: I don't want to look up and Google and plagiarize somebody's <laughs> standard operating procedure. I'd said, Sean, you write it down. I don't care how crude it is, but we can always improve on it. Right, right. But I said, you write that down. If we ever get called to do another one. Mm-hmm. If you make this successful with no injuries, we're going to do the same, the, next, the job next, the same way, and then you're going to add to that each time on lessons learned. I, I said that. that standard operating procedure can always be revised.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, from the everybody in there, I want a part of what? And I said, why are we going to do that, okay? We're building a team. Say I got six guys down there, mm-hmm. Apollonia, and they were part of building a standard operating procedure out there. Okay, say we get another drift job, Maybe we can't send four of them. Maybe we can just send one. Say we send Gary over
2: there. Mm-hmm.
1: Before they start that job, I want that standard operating procedure to go over. Okay, they're, say they're going over it, and uh, someone has a question. Gary there was on the team writing that. Yeah, See? yeah. And, and he has take, ownership. He takes ownership. Yes, I knew you were That's how you going build like a that. culture, and you bl- – it's the people. Gosh. And then he's going to explain, cute. hey, that's hey, – I was there when we wrote that. Mm-hmm. And this is how it needs to be. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, there's always going to be lessons learned.
0: Yeah, that's every day. this every single day. I feel that if we're if you're always... not learning
1: something every day, you're, you know, that's what I was telling guys. We can learn for each, every one of us. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we talk about mentor, being a mentor.
0: You, toward, yeah, mentor, a coach. How do you, how do you do that, and how do you teach other? Um, up and coming people in your company to coach and mentor versus holding all the skills and knowledge to themselves and only being self—I mean, self-serving, self-centered. Yeah. How do they? How do you coach someone to be like that? You
1: know, I tell the team when I gather them up. I look at them. I said, I want every one of you to want my job. Y'all come after You tell them job. that. I tell them that. You've heard me say that. I want I, you to want yeah. my job. Yeah. What do I mean by that? You know, they come to you wanting a raise mm-hmm. or this. I cannot promote until I have a replacement for that individual. 100%. And here's what I ask them. Have you been training your replacement?
0: No. And they're like, "No." Well, you know,
1: some people are afraid to give knowledge or Right, right. You're, they don't want I want to surround my pe- myself with the most knowledge I can get to be successful. To be successful, don't worry about who gets credit for what you're. Yes. Don't you don't, don't worry about it. Okay. You just, you know, a lot of people want to hold that information in. You, you've seen that.
0: Yes. And it,
1: it holds growth back.
0: Yet it holds growth back. You're not able, like you said, to take this crew to the next level if not everybody on that team has the same skills and knowledge. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. Apollonia, if you've got a superintendent, his safety record speaks for itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He runs jobs efficiently on time, mm-hmm. on budget. Mm-hmm. The margins are good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And you've got a senior position available, and he's the one in it. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, he comes applies. I sit there and I got to evaluate. Mm-hmm. You know, who am I going? I'm taking gonna one. I'm taking a good man from a crew, and moving him up. So,
0: who's going to take his? Spirit? Yeah,
1: and I like to hire within. You want to build a team. That's you hire within.
0: That's another key pro tip, right?
1: Hire within. hire
0: within and that takes time because you're coaching and mentoring You're you're investing in your people versus just paying somebody to yeah
1: I'd rather hire someone within because they 've done body in on what you're what you're trying to build your program as.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you
1: when you come hiring on the outside okay and that's what I tell them man rep,
0: train your replacement. train your replacement and then you can move up mm-hmm
1: you know when if you got to bring out outside people and we'll talk about this later on we we talked about there's probably going to be a growth and uh we're going to look be expand a little booms going to happen here in the DJ basin. So
0: and for th- for the listeners because um our listeners won't all be from Colorado but a lot will be Well, a lot, yeah, lot will be. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about so we just beat 112. We're super excited about that. But what is the DJ Basin about to go through in your mind?
1: Well, what I see, you know, and when, when I first come up here in two thousand eleven there was a you know, we were drilling, you know, they were two thousand yeah. ...11 to till now, you know, I'm going on seven years up here that here in the D J Basin that you know, uh these major oil companies are coming in and drilling mm-hmm. then we we just faced Proposition one twelve, which mm-hmm. Uh, they put on a ballot on a twenty five hundred foot setback,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which we seen. If that was to pass, what pretty well eliminate. What, you know, you have seen the map, Apollonia? What what it showed? There was just a few spots,
0: little spots. It was a basically an oil and gas ban. We beat it, and so what are we about to face? More well, growth?
1: You know, they we, we we let's stop right here on that on the. Or I say let's stop. Let's back it up. The 112, we, we defeated it. Mm-hmm. But there was enough votes, we know we're going to see it again. 100%. So, yeah, So we ain't completely defeated it yet. I agree. So mm-hmm. in two years, I think, I'm not a big government official or anything, but I think in two years it's it, it could be back on the ballot again. And, you know, we could possibly see that. Mm-hmm. So
0: so what do uh, we need to do in these next years? Well, two you know, years? just like one of
1: our clients, they just opened up, to, what, 258 more permits where they're going to drill, yeah. which is going to... When we say drill, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna create facilities, flow lines, pipelines. So what I'm gonna see, I'm gonna what I'm gonna say is what we're gonna see is these uh, major oil and gas companies uh, expand in the next two years because of the possibilities of 112 being back on the ballot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what's going to happen is is what I'm projecting, you know. Uh, I could be wrong, you know. You know, we, we're not promised tomorrow, so you yeah. don't know. But what Go I'm projecting is you see these companies coming in, they're going to be another boom, mm-hmm. okay? Say they're going to drill another 2,000 wells mm-hmm. projected in the DJ basin. What
0: Which are the cool. challenges that then your, company, your companies okay. will face after this growth?
1: Short service employees. New employees. And new employees. Okay. Where are you
0: going to find? I mean, we. I feel that I know you guys are always hiring. Um, where are we going to find these employees we well, have? you know, I put
1: ads <laughs> on Indeed and stuff. So yeah. you're going to go across, you know, we're going to try to pull across the United States. But,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I like to hire local. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the employment pool is about tapped out yeah. for... For, you know, good, experienced hands. So what you're going to see is, as the growth, the oil and gas companies are going to, these jobs are going to come up. Mm-hmm. You're going to get these projects, and they're going to expect them to be done. Okay.
0: Same deadlines. Same deadlines. With growth, added work, and we don't have people. We don't have experience. You're going people. to have to
1: start taking on new employees. Okay. And that's what's scary. So okay. that's why you do as a team. So then you're going to have to break up. Your experienced guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to have to put, you know, our SSE program, when mm-hmm. you put one experienced guy to three. You know, we can't leave them alone mm-hmm. until we know they can. You know, they're proven. So,
0: how you mentioned it before was that, how you described this new growth period is that it's it's a safety issue.
1: It's safety. The it's safety
0: issue, issue. and.
1: Not an employment problem, but a safety issue.
0: I love how you viewed that. And another thing you said earlier that I I liked how you worded it, because it's how your mind is shifting, is when that, that first fatality that you talked about, you said the first thing that ran through your mind is how as a company did we fail that person? And so as a business owner, I'm just curious, does your mind ever shut off? First, no. and for, first and foremost as your mind shut off about business so what are the thoughts that what are the what consumes you when you get home from work what are the thoughts there's so much growth and opportunity and I know we're all excited but what consumes you when you go we, home?
1: you know brody can tell you uh what are we we're up to around 1000 employees yeah. i think two companies mm-hmm. and uh, we get home in the evening you think there's a there's a lot more in people out there that's need to make it home
0: mm-hmm.
1: so the phone rings
0: I know you answer yeah
1: yeah or, or you hear a ambulance or you you're someone calls and says hey there's a truck we get called you just is that one of our guys you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: you just when you get home at night you just pray that everyone made it home too
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's the key we we lose focus it's not about getting Gosh. the projects done
2: mm-hmm.
1: we it's not about the mm-hmm. margins It's about the people. And if we get one person killed or injured, we've failed. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. there's no job, no matter how big it is or how much money is involved, worth one person's life. Mm -hmm. We can drill another well tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We can buy more equipment. We can replace all that. Mm -hmm. But one loved one taken from their family, Mm -hmm. it's not
2: worth it. It's not worth it.
1: You know, when I spoke the other day, I made a call, uh, I'd brought it, I'd hired two guys from down, I'm originally from Oklahoma, okay. and, you know, when I started up here, I brought up, uh, a gentleman I'd worked with, well, his brother was needing a job, He's a younger kid, mm-hmm. we come up working, and, uh, the brother had went back home, but the, the younger brother stayed, and I put him on a mechanical crew, uh-huh. he was doing good, and, uh. This wasn't even on-the-job injury, but I felt per- it took personal. He was riding his bicycle uptown, and uh, a lady run through the stop sign and hit him. Mm-hmm. Well, it, in his uh, wallet was my business card. You know, the only number they could find, so they gave me a call. Do you know this individual? You know, I said, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's on life support. Mm. So, had to go down to the hospital. I Went in there and talked. You're the only so one. So I called had the you. brother I knew and told him what happened. So, you know, then it got the parents. So I had to make a phone call to the parents to let them know. That's what I. I t- Even though that what that wasn't on that job a job site. He was your. I complaint. felt responsible because I had hired the kid. You know, not not very responsible, but I I felt I took that. It
0: hurt me. It hurt you. It affected it, you. It affected me. He was your guy. This was off the job. You were the only one that he had here yeah, yeah, in and, town. Yeah, and
1: the reason he was even here was because he was working mm-hmm.
0: for our company. What was that so, phone call like?
1: It was tough, you know. You called his mom? His mother.
0: And what, I mean, what you did you say?
1: Come, you know, they were uh, apparently a divorced couple, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, they kept him on life support until the family got up there to make the decision. But, uh, um JB, one of the supervisors mm-hmm. me and him and went in I remember going into that room with that young man attached to that life support and I remember praying for him and I touched his feet down there
2: mm-hmm.
1: they were ice cold mm-hmm. I knew he was you know, they were just letting him letting him until the family, until the family came yeah, mm-hmm. but I, you know that puts things in perspective um mm-hmm. uh, this young man, he's no longer with us. And you think, you know, he assumed that car was going to stop that day when he riding that bicycle across there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. we talk about complacency. It goes to the home, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: These, you know, we want to preach culture and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What are we doing at home when we get there? Mm-hmm. It starts there. It's not just on the job. And
0: network. that's why you feel that... It's so important to talk about those things on and off the job. And I've just, I'm telling you, I've always felt from you that you've had this tremendous sense of responsibility for your people. And it goes to show. you take it personal, yeah. It's, you take it personal. And it's, it's you and the, and the people that you, the, the leaders of the companies, I feel that you guys have this tremendous heart for your guys and you respect them and, and you're with them and you fight battles with them. And I've never heard you say after an, um, a first aid or a near miss or an incident or almost incident, I've never heard you say, that guy, that guy was stupid. That guy was da-da-da-da. You've always, you and the leadership team have always been like, where did we fail?
1: Exactly. You know. Always. You know, you have to discipline someone or someone fires someone over something. Mm-hmm. There's one question I always ask myself. If, say you have to let someone go. Mm-hmm. There's a question that runs through my head. Did I set this guy up for success? Did I give him all the tools he needed mm-hmm. to be successful? Mm-hmm. So you talk about as a team, mm-hmm. someone gets hurt. We've let the team down. It's not that one person's fault. It's all it, We're all responsible all for us. safety.
2: All of All of us. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, um, we should all feel that. How are we going to prevent this from happening again?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Don't sit there and say, this guy's stupid. Mm -hmm. You take and learn from him. That's why we do our near misses. That's why, you know, we got to get out to people. A near miss, write it down. It's nothing but... Like I told those guys, let's don't be getting some place that We're just writing near misses down. Are you discussing these near misses? Are you
0: talking about it?
1: Do a stop work right then mm-hmm. when you have a near miss and say, "Hey, we did this going forward. This is the corrective action."
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Are we doing that? Yeah. You know what? And I asked the guys the other day. We talked. I'll get back to routine. I know I get all over the board here at Apollonia. I love it. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I was asking them guys what we're, Every one of us is guilty. How many times have you signed the job safety, you know, your mm-hmm. JSA, mm-hmm. and signed it without even reading it? Yeah. Everybody, raise your hand. I have. I've been guilty. Yeah. We're in a hurry. Well, you're always real. Where's your yeah. JSA? I'll just sign it and don't even read. Yeah. So I'm putting someone in harm's way when I do that. Because sure. I don't—I had even looked and seen what the hazards are out there. You don't know. You know those... it may say, "Do not go out the back door." There's no stairs there, and I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I see you guys, and I go out the job trailer and I'll open the door, and I fall to fall and break my leg. Yeah, yeah. Well. I'm responsible because I didn't read the JSA.
0: And the people that allowed you to just, the people that allowed you, hey, the one that said, hey, hey, we got to get started, sign this really quick, let's get out of here.
1: That's what I tell people. I don't care if I'm the owner, the CEO, or whatever. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If I'm on a job and I'm doing something that's not right, I don't care if you're the guy picking the rocks up. You come over and tell Keith Martin, shut her down.
0: Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah.
1: If you own it. If you see it, you own it.
0: I, love I said, him. don't be
1: the guy that says, hey, look at him. He ain't got no safety glasses on.
0: Look, look at this guy. Look yeah, what's going to happen.
1: I, yeah. Well, you go over there and say, hey, how, how hard is it to point at your eyes, mm-hmm. top of your head?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to be the guy. I see the guy working all day with no safety glasses. And then, you
0: just turn and, the other way.
1: Yeah, and then you go see him in Walmart and he's got a patch on his eye mm-hmm. where he got his eye put out. Mm-hmm. And you get to think, well, I'm responsible because I could have told him, put your glasses on.
0: I allowed that to happen. Yeah,
1: and. Uh, you know, I just—it's got to be team. It's got to be a buy-in, you the culture, to. that teamwork, and we've got. You've heard me say, "Plan your work, work your plan."
0: Mm-hmm. I've heard you say that a lot. Yeah.
1: That you without a, without a plan
0: mm-hmm.
1: communication and taking
0: responsibility and communication. Uh-huh. What a little bit shift. What advice would you give for listeners that are just, they are the new person. They don't have all this oil field experience. They want to get into this industry, and they want to make it in the oil and gas or construction industry, whatever. But they want to advance their career. What advice would you give to someone just working in the field, and they're wanting something more? What advice would you give them on how to get to? Ask questions. No. I've, heard t- I've heard you say this. I've heard you say this time and time at my our safety said meetings. when I was growing up, <laughs>
1: people would probably get annoyed with me. I wanted to ask. I wanted to know why this done this and why. You know, I'm sure I've got on people's nerves, but you know, how do you learn? Don't be the guy. Here's what I see. What is? What's our new
0: millennial? Millennial.
1: <laughs> okay, let me talk about millennials so that,
0: Oh my goodness.
1: The Facebook textbook or textbook. Era. You go out on a job. That's why you know that social media stuff. That's why I told them, I said, if I get one incident caused because someone's on their cell phone, oh my
0: gosh, Oh,
1: it's not going to be
0: good. <laughs> but you treat these guys like your it, sons. Yes, you treat exactly. them like your kids. So I know where you're we. We need to from.
1: talk about work ethics. Is what 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 I'm seeing in the new workforce. Like the you're talking about the up and coming. Yes. Okay. What, what advice
0: would you give them? What would you say?
1: Okay. Well. In today's society, in the millennial generation, they want to start at the top.
2: <laughs> okay. There's only one
1: job in your life that you can start at the top and work your way to the bottom. That's digging a post hole with a post hole digger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so, the only
1: job you start at the top.
0: So the advice you to give these kids, starting is, in the industry...
1: Is ask questions, keep your be attentive to learn,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and... Don't be a know-it-all. You no, know, I, like them. I do not like explaining something, and people they give you this head nod. You know, you know, you've seen them glazed eyes. Mm-hmm. And they go right out there and do the right opposite of what you just said.
0: Are they afraid? Are they afraid? afraid. Is that kid? Do is not that kid be afraid? intimidated to ask a
1: question. That's what uh-huh. I ask the question. Is it? Everybody in here say they're comfortable stopping work. Everybody said yes. But you know, there's someone in that crowd
0: that if they saw you or if afraid, they saw one of the yeah, owners,
1: intimidated. I said, I don't care if it's the president. If you see something wrong, stop the job.
0: You've said that whether we're on our um, working with one of our biggest customers. You, I hear you say it in, in the safety meetings all the time. Even if it's the customer walking through, and it's the VP or it's the company man or whatever, in a respectful way. Ask questions or, hey, tell them to put their PPE on if they're not wearing the proper PPE. Like, I've heard you say that time and time again. So these are the three keys.
1: Yeah. A young SSE. A young SSE. I encourage them to ask questions. Number one, ask questions. If you ask questions, what are you going to be doing? You can learn. they are going to learn. Okay. So be an open learner. Number two is being open learner. What are you going to do? Apply. Yeah. Apply what you've learned.
0: Ooh, that's good. This is good. Ask, learn, and apply. Okay. Ask, learn, and apply. The work ethic. This will. This is the formula to even a great work ethic. That's the work then, ethic. That's the work ethic. And then keep at it. Be consistent. Be a coach and a mentor. And that's how. And,
1: and be willing to admit when you don't know something. Oh, right that's now. Good. That's
0: good. Mm. Now, hey, I don't.
1: I don't know everything. Don't claim to know everything. Yeah. But I come from a generation to work that you show me one time mm-hmm. and I got it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Don't be afraid. Don't swallow your pride. Mm-hmm. Keith Martin don't know something, I'm going to have to go over and say, hey, mm-hmm. can you show me how to do this? Because yeah. say, look, I'm not dumb, mm-hmm. but if you show me one time, I can catch on and it'll go from there.
0: Yeah, I've heard you say that even to the yeah. state, Expanding into the rail industry and, and paper right. plan industry and all the other well, you industries have, you're expanding into, you're asking questions. You know that,
1: we had that big meeting, that big Union Pacific guy looked at me and he said, <laughs> what do you know about building railroad bridges? I said... Not a damn thing. (laughs) But I said, I know that I need to hire Mm -hmm. and build the best team Mm -hmm. that I can. That's my job. Mm -hmm. So I can build a bridge, Mm -hmm. and then I can learn from the team.
0: And then you scored the work because you...
1: (gasps) He said, that's the best answer. He said, "I've heard so many he
2: said,
0: BS answers. Yeah, day, he said, we were
1: there." And he repeated that answer. He said, "You give the best answer of the whole, <laughs> the whole conference." You said, "Not a damn thing." Be- but my job is to build a team that does.
0: You are—it's, yeah—you're you're, so real and you're so authentic. And yeah. when we're going to these meetings, do you see people? with their fancy suits and their pens and they're like we are here to talk about our safety and the safety culture safety first and then they see our team who is so you brody you guys are so real. authentic so real and you guys get, you guys win them over every time because i think you're honest with your customers honest honesty
1: okay <laughs> overpromise underdeliver that's what Nothing has been built by an email in the construction.
0: (laughs) I like how you've said that. You know. Teams, culture.
1: Safety. Safety. Okay. With any of that applied or anything, it's the people, Apollonia, the team. I'm just as good as the people below me. If the people below me is not producing, I'm I'm not producing. (laughs) You're as good as the weakest link in your team.
0: I've heard you say this to your guys time and time again. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, we we identify a weak link in our team. Yeah, what do do you do? Let's strengthen it.
0: Yeah, let's not... How are we going to strengthen it? Being with that person. Being with that person. On the job training. Spending time with him. and And it won't hurt you... To know that person outside of work, I think is what you would say. Know that person outside of work and know who they truly are. Know what motivates them. What family do they have? Do they have a wife, a girlfriend? Do they have children? I know you just had a a new grandbaby. How has that changed your world? So Keith Martin just had a, a new grandbaby. When was she born?
1: She was born Monday, the 12th.
0: How did that change? What has changed in your life? Well,
1: it's like I showed you those pictures. She's Earlier. Perfect, yeah. Perspective. At the end of the day, what? Why do we go to work? Family. For the family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who's expecting me to be home?
2: Your,
1: at the end of the day.
0: Your kids, your grandbabies, your family. You
1: no, know, I'm just thinking of there. It says, you know, safety. S A F E. You know, somebody is <gasps> anxiously waiting for you at home every day. Try to reach your home safe. Safety. That's safety.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: How are we going to get home every day? And, and you know that grandbaby talk about? So she's good. probably the prettiest baby ever born on that. No.
2: <laughs> she's gorgeous. You know,
1: Everybody's <laughs> saying that, but, you know, I owe it to that granddaughter to be home every night safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, being part of a team, Apollonia, if I allow that weak link, we talked about the weakest link, mm-hmm. We're going to try to strengthen that weak link. But if I've got to let a weak link go mm-hmm. to save the team, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that.
0: I've seen you do it.
1: Yeah, you've seen, I've you do seen it. I've seen
0: you cut cancer out of the company. I've seen you guys um, cut loose great performers but poor attitude. Um, I've seen you do it. I, even if it would leave you in a bind, you guys have cut out cancerous attitudes and negativity, and it's all about me type of people. I've seen you cut them loose.
1: No so. one can be bigger than the team. Gosh, that's There's good. no I in team. Mm-hmm. Together, everyone achieves more. Mm-hmm. Working as a team.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You, just like you say, cancer. if we've got to identify, let's let's just go back to some HR. You know, today's... Yay. Millennials or we, everybody's got, you know, me and Brody are old school.
2: Yeah.
1: I see an issue and mm-hmm. say, I'm not trying you know, team, if he's not going to be a team player, he's going to put people in harm and I got to let him go. Walk up there and say, hey, you need to go pick up your check. Today's your last day. Yeah, you know, I've
0: seen you do that. You know,
1: <laughs> look like it's not going to work out. Key indicators. Mm-hmm. We've got to know our people. Okay. When we said know our capabilities, are men.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. We spend more time with people at work than we do with our own families. You agree with that? Yes. So you, you know your people.
2: hmm
1: From the time you get in a truck in the morning you're going out to the job site, say someone's not feeling it. Maybe mm-hmm. he's having trouble at home with his wife.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If his head's not in the game, do I allow him mm-hmm. to work? I'd rather send that guy home if I gotta pay him. Yeah. And say, Hey, you get your head clear. Because But I
0: can tell something's off with something's you. off.
1: And that's what foremans need to realize. Mm-hmm. If a guy, when you step on the job, you take those personal feelings, you put them up here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But throw them back there. Mm-hmm. When you step across that line, when you're on the team and you anything that could affect the team, if you're not focused, you know we talked about refocus, if you're not focused at the task at hand with the team.
0: You're, everyone's at risk.
1: Everyone's at risk. Everyone's so at risk. So, as a supervisor, we need to identify. Hey, we're all not going to have a good day up on it. Mm-hmm. There's people that's going to be sick. Some's going to be hungover. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. some's going to have family issues. Mm-hmm. When you see something that's bothering someone, okay, okay. Um, one of my supervisors just lost his father, mm-hmm. and do uh, you tell the guy, okay, come back? I said. When you get ready and you think you can focus on work, come on back. Take the time you need. Mm -hmm. How do you – someone loses a a father. Mm -hmm. You can't expect him to go throw him in the ground and come back to work. Do you you think his head's still in the game? No. 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 When you can focus, you come back.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's how you, you treat people. Yeah. That's how you build a culture, Apollonia.
0: You treat people right. You know yeah. them. You get to know them, get and you know make them. it your responsibility to know them. Yeah, that's how I've seen. You, that's how I've seen you guys operate.
1: You know, and uh, like I tell people, you know, personalities. We're all going to run into different personalities. We got analytical, passive. You know, there's mm-hmm. different. We went to them trainings. Yeah. Uh, not everybody's. They may not like you, but they're going to. They may not like me, but they're going to respect me. Mm-hmm you got to show respect, mm-hmm. you know, whether they like you personally or whatever. For the team, you know, you, you got to show them respect. To get respect, you're going to have to give respect.
0: Right, right. You I know, believe in that. You
1: just don't – people walk in there and think, hey, I'm Keith Martin. You better respect me. No. no.
0: <laughs> That's not how you think of it. You, no, no. Well, you treat everyone right.
1: You should treat everyone. No mm-hmm. one's bigger than the team, and it takes everyone. Apollonia, that weak link when it breaks, what happens? It, help, it, affects it affects
0: the whole. It affects ch- everyone. Yes. It affects so, everyone.
1: What have you seen in the field? Let me ask you a question. Okay? Okay. So you've been with us for what, the last two years. Your last services, two years. Uh, mm-hmm. What year, I remember uh, when we brought you in, we, yeah. was, uh, we were seeing a trend in the company. And we said, we need, uh, do you remember uh, Brody telling you, I give a big presentation in front of them people, you know? <laughs> yeah. They were worried about money. On bringing in more safety people, you know, some investors from New York. <laughs> or I believe it was a, 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 a better see how I word this. It's not investor. It was a. We were going through a time where they brought in some consulting group. Yeah, yeah. They were cutting costs, showing us how to get on budget. Mm-hmm. I said, "Cutting safety budget. You're you're afraid to spend money here." Mm-hmm. Every dollar you spend on safety, you're going to save a $1,000. Mm-hmm. Why can you – where are we going to – I'm not going to stand here and listen to people say we've got to cut safety budget.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Then you're putting the, <laughs> what
1: the whole team in. So Brody, tell you, I, I put out the presentation. We had an individual who's not with the company anymore, but he was against it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I, I laid it out there and I said, this has got to happen.
0: We're invested in safety.
1: Yeah, we get – I, 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 well, we was doing our annual budget, and I was projecting work. Mm-hmm. And I explained to him, see all that work that's on the board? That, oh, yeah, that's looking good. Yeah, Get one person killed, just wipe that out. We will not have it anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've got to bring safety on. And that's what I'm seeing, Apollonia, coming up. And that's my question to you. As we have growth in this DJ basin, mm-hmm. just like I say, it's going to be a safety issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to have trouble finding Uh, experienced hands demand the job as well as you probably find an experienced safety people yes so at that's where safety and operations work together as a team you've
0: always believed in them Mm -hmm. yeah
1: you know you can put a thousand safety people out there but it's the individual how how do you drive home coming up how are you going to help with the employment growth that may come aboard as we put more safety people on mm-hmm. what's our what's your strategy
0: it's simple just like you mentioned i think the key when i see successful cultures and i see successful organizations and teams and everyone always has their problems and issues but when safety is not separate from operations when you when companies treat it as two different departments and safety's in the office and they have no idea what's really going on with the field operations they don't get the time they don't make time to be connected with the supervisors and they don't go out in the field and make an effort to get to know what's going on out there when those two departments are, are separate i think that's when we see cultures fail. But when I see, and especially now, during the time of growth and expansion, like you guys and a lot of companies will be facing, when safety is integrated with operations and leadership is on board with that, mm-hmm. truly, truly, yes. not saying it, yeah. I mean, we're sitting here, Your leadership, I'm safety, you back me up, you back up the safety that's guys exactly. in the field. And so with this growth, how I have always seen it in the philosophy of what we do is we're going to continue to bring on field experienced guys and girls and we teach them the safety, we, we, the safety certifications and degrees and all that is great. But when you don't, when safety doesn't know what's going on in the field and they don't make an effort because not everyone is going to have the opportunity to have field experience, but when there is not an effort made to develop relationships with guys in the field and get to know them, then, then safety is going to fail. Our whole goal is to respect the guys out there, to treat them with respect, because safety is no better than the guys in the field. It's all one team. And so when safety is out there building relationships and they're out there to coach and mentor, not be a safety cop, not be a safety asshole. But when they're there, when they're there to build relationships, then we succeed, and that's and I, how I've that's that's always been my philosophy. And, We're and, no better than anyone.
1: And Apollonia, that's what I like about our relationship is, is li- you coming as our outside source, looking in, mm-hmm. and, and providing us safety. Uh, when we had an individual one time that, we, that you let go. He was writing up these big reports on all these infractions, safety infraction, and we would just get an email, and, and he wasn't discussing it. And I'd call the project manager. What happened today? What are you talking about? Nobody
0: communicated. I said,
1: did safety address this situation? He was trying to get a big go, and you cut him out. He said, Because hey. I
0: listened to you. Yep. Yes, I listened to you. I, we listen. That's how we so succeed. To buy in
1: on safety, your people is part of the team. Yep. Okay? I don't care about a big report on what I wanna see and what I appreciate about your safety people, you see a guy, your safety guy notices something out of the ordinary. He walks over there, he verbally looks at the guy <laughs> and says, Hey Is I there noticed, an, is there
0: a better way? Yeah,
1: I noticed something yeah. I noticed uh in about ten minutes you kept taking your glasses off. Is there some chums or something? What can I do to help you keep your glasses on?
0: How can, How we, can support we help you for operation how it's, can we uh, how can we support the guys in the field? How can we serve the guys that are doing the guys and girls doing the work? And that's that has to be safety's philosophy. It has to be how can we serve? How can we serve? How can we okay. be? How can we be helpful? Mm-hmm.
1: I'd rather see a report where you send me and you said Emmanuel was on location two 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 or whatever.
0: He saw this.
1: Okay, he 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 acknowledged uh, three guys with a. Taking their safety glasses off for a period of time, come over and address the group. Yep, and tell them what can we do to help. To okay, I see that in report. Oh, all right. Okay.
0: We addressed it.
1: Okay, safety. They, they everybody's like, the Nazis or cops. Okay, so I see this on. I read my report. Okay, so who am I holding responsible now?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go up. Who whose crew was he on? Who was his foreman? Okay, I call the foreman. Okay, I seen a report there. To them guys, can you keep an eye on them and kind of just uh, just drive home what Emmanuel was saying today? Just mm-hmm. let's let's keep them going. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've, I've made that a team effort. Mm-hmm. I've not pointed out one guy. Okay, Emmanuel comes back, he noticed the same thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: I just told the foreman, are you are you coaching and making sure? Because yeah. safety, you can eat right there breathing down their your throat. You're yeah. going through. Everybody out there is a safety man. That foreman's That's responsible the key. for
0: them. That's the key. You know,
1: what's good is like every time I walk out on site, because I'm not there all the time, they're like, why do you always? You can, you know, I'd say complacency. You've heard the theory you can't see the forest because of the trees. Mm-hmm. You know, coming in outside, you walk up and you're like, hey, what do we got here? Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing here? Oh, man. Yeah, y'all been all walking by this. Mm-hmm. Well, how'd you notice? Well, you know, you come in, take an approach, look it over. So take advice. Uh, my biggest bring safety in as a team.
2: Mm-hmm. They're
1: not Nazis. They're there as a tool for the team mm-hmm. to acknowledge trends, mm-hmm. to see things, and to educate. Yeah, and and, and, and learn from. Mm-hmm. And then if we got someone on the team, we talk about that weak link. If we've identified some hazards and some problems, and we've not corrected it, and they're not going to be on board,
2: their behavior, trying to their mm-hmm, behavior, mm-hmm.
1: they may have to be let go. You know, uh, when you you really don't fire. My approach to people fire themselves. You know,
0: I, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you know, and but when uh, you
0: coach and train and train and train, and you yeah. keep noticing the same behavior, the negative behavior, or an unwillingness to learn behavior. Then you guys cut. Ties.
1: I call it the safety pie effect. <laughs> if you got an apple pie,
0: I love your. Yeah, I love these. And
1: <laughs> you know, I'm a big old boy. I like to eat. I'd want this big piece. That little bitty piece right there makes up one percent of that pie. Yeah, Apollonia. Mm-hmm. But if it's solid rotten and spoilt, mm-hmm. it trickles into the ninety nine percent. And it runs the whole pie, don't it? Yeah. Because of, Every time. That's the same thing, that cancer you talk about? Yeah. We can't allow that. That's what we. There's our key indicators that hurts the team. You people. Know, attitude. Better. You want to build a culture, keep a good attitude. I try to, oh, I try to I be like optimistic. That. Optimistic. I, optimistic. You know, keep a people good. negative, chicken, little sky his fault. <laughs>
2: well, my goodness. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, there's some of them, Debbie Downers. Thomas the Doubter, you know. Oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) Woe is me.
1: Woe is me.
0: Look at them. (laughs) If
1: you watch a negative person, they always blame someone else. Yes. Because before they even get started, they know they may fail.
0: Yep. Yes. And they don't
1: want to – when something happens – I can't get nothing done. Their safety, their inspection's breathing down my throat.
0: No responsibility.
1: No responsibility. And
0: they're going to bring everyone down. They're going to yes. make sure that it's just like, yeah, this light. And then this one person that comes in, just heavy negativity. And then they're going to try to bring every single person down.
1: Apollonia is my job. I get the calls where they're gripping or whatever from the club.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I see their, their, their complaints. Then mm-hmm. I say to myself, how am, I going to, how am I going to communicate this to the team? Mm-hmm. Okay, looks like we need to proof here. Am I going to go to the team and say, ah, they've done it again? No, <laughs> I don't even trickle that. Hey, I get calls that I don't even tell the team or anything. My job is to fix that.
2: Oh, so I, I go, like
1: where you're going with this So I go scout. in there and mm-hmm. I tell them, I'll give them a bullet point of stuff I want them to talk about. Mm-hmm. Don't even tell them why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you get a call. Hey, them guys are improving on some stuff out there. Did you have a talk? Did you rip? No, no, I believe they just started. Don't make an issue. I'm so optimistic. I've always. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I. You got to show me I can't do it. Yeah. Or you know, if man built it, why can't we build it?
2: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. You
1: build that's your up. Build them up. You know, you handle it. So instead the, of
0: ripping everyone down, my gosh, th- the company man just called and you guys are doing this, this, this. You you spin it and you build up the people.
1: I went up to the location up here, off ninety uh, north of here. The rig's too close to still. Came up, we can't do no digging. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? So I went to Denver yesterday. We set the meeting. I I I used to work for a guy named Carl Biggs back in the oil field in Oklahoma. Yeah. And he used to tell me, Martin, I don't want to hear the labor pains, just show me the baby. That means he <laughs> don't want no complaining, get the job done, yeah. make it safe, mm-hmm. and produce. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody talks about productivity. Everybody's worried about getting the job done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you abide by safety and these proceed uh, standard operating procedures, mm-hmm. believe me, you will produce and be on time and on budget because one incident, what's it do that Apollonia? throws everything back.
0: It'll None of it else. It was mm-hmm. like, boy, Nothing I, else I, matters. Could, I could
1: get something done if it wasn't for safety out there. How many times have you heard that? I've heard that over the years. Yeah, yeah. Safety, they didn't allow me, I, I can't.
0: I know. See, and that's golden to that, com- hear coming from you, because you've been there, you've done that, and you know it's possible that when you make safety an, a, an actual priority, when everyone's well-being and attitude is a priority to you, and safety's first, then you're saying it is possible. You know what I told guys to get it done.
1: Big uh, one of the major oil companies. We were sitting there negotiating. I said, "I'm going to tell you something. There's two things." That I will not negotiate on or waiver.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, Pricing, we can always negotiate. Mm-hmm. But I said, Safety of my men and quality of their work, there's no negotiating.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It is, there will be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not gonna have me cut down manpower. You want me to cut back that's on unsafe. manpower yeah. and work more hours. Yeah. Then we got a safety issue.
0: See, that's. And I will not. Yeah
1: jeopardize that or we're not gonna i will not compromise the safety of the men
2: mm-hmm.
1: or the quality of their work mm-hmm. to get faster product you know and, and that's it i can explain it went two days longer than it should have can i explain why did i get someone killed
2: no yeah no
1: and then you know mm-hmm. then no one's working but that's what we got to watch in the industries and uh Team, if we're not a team player, you're not going to be successful. And yeah. and I like your approach with safety, you bring it on as a team. And mm-hmm. uh, you, you're willing to listen to what, you know, you've called me. Keith, what do you think about, you know.
0: What do you where, need? What do you these want? guys
1: are giving me reports, I'm reporting on them to you. I but like it. May not, you know, you know. That's important. I'm evaluating what, if I see a guy, I, I, I could call you and say, hey, I don't think your safety guy's cutting it because I don't. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, you the attitude I mean? is not... And then that's not being... A snitch, we're proactive yeah. mm-hmm. trying to say, hey, putting someone over safety that's not about safety, that's that's a cancer.
0: Yeah. That's, that's why our relation. I think that's why our working relationship, I think, has been so successful because I'm not hard-headed. I'm not... I'm not so one-sided where I think my way is the right way all the time. I'm always...
1: open to new ideas.
2: I'm always
0: open because... Suggestions. Yeah, and because because your guys' business is always evolving and it's changing, and we need to then evolve and change to cater your needs. It's not the other way around. We're here to serve the guys and the girls in the field. And so with that philosophy, we always win. I like
1: just what you say. Our approach to each other when we have issues... And uh, that's why I try to tell management out there in the field, like, say, safety or any kind of issue, I'll tell you how I am. If you come at me.
0: Open. You're open. You'll tell the truth. Open, I'm open.
1: You come at me saying, what the hell? You know what you're going to get back from me? What the hell?
0: (laughs) I wouldn't know because I've never approached you like that, so I wouldn't know. Oh, I'm easy going,
1: but, you know, if you come to me confrontational, Mm -hmm. what's your reaction? Confrontational. Yeah. So... Let's set back a moment. You talk about team. To say, come to someone and be able to approach them
2: with, with respect.
1: Respect, and, and you're going to get that back. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't, there's something.
0: Even in tough times. Yeah. yeah. Even in tough times. Always
1: but. sit there. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know, my dad gave me some good advice back when my daughters, first daughter was born. Let's hear it. You know, he said, when you discipline that child, do not do it when you're angry or mad.
0: Hmm. I thought about that. My dad should have listened to that advice.
1: You know he doesn't act. My dad used to whip up my ass in a <laughs> no. matter of seconds if you done something wrong, but
0: you got kind to of feeling bad again. But <laughs> yeah. if you
1: do a knee jerk reaction on discipline or safety or whatever or say you're trying to
0: A foreman with Say his, someone yeah. makes
1: you they piss you off.
0: Yeah. Conflict every day. Is that a good
1: time to make a decision on something? No. You know, i have stuck in my head.
0: So you took that philosophy and you, you bring it to how Reason. you approach Reason. business and your guys because you deal with conflict every single day. And, yeah, I see how I... Yeah. It,
1: note it. You know, note the problem yeah. that you see.
0: Yeah.
1: Take a break for a second.
0: Breathe.
1: You know, and then... Make a decision mm-hmm. before you address it. You know, and I thought that. I think I spanked my daughter one time. She's about two. She pushed my niece off a picnic table eating a hot dog, and <laughs> my, my niece got my niece got <laughs> choked. I had to, and I spatted my daughter like that. Did she just? Lose oh, she left it. Have to, you know, I never. I could discipline her by just.
2: Tasha, <laughs> like, I'm
1: disappointed in you, and but, you know. But there's different approaches, just like you say, and knowing your team, every individual is different mm-hmm. how you approach them. Mm-hmm. But know that, you know, and don't make knee jerk decisions when mm-hmm. it comes to stuff. But you know, I'm by no means I don't know it all, or but don't claim to, but we're learning every day. But mm-hmm. uh, I think to be successful, that was one of your questions on. Is just being knowing your team and working as a, a unit mm-hmm. as one. Mm-hmm. We start popping out as individuals.
0: It's not you won't grow, you won't expand, and you won't succeed. And that's that has been the philosophy that I've seen you guys over the last couple years. Is making people number one, treating every single person with respect, whether it's their first day you on know. the job or whatnot. You guys have always made it about the people and that's what I respect about you know your guys. me and Brody
1: tell everybody you, you should be able to come talk to us about anything yeah no we're busy and we're bumping around and you know there are people like you're in the field they, all the time what are they doing mm-hmm. jumping around but they're busy but we will take time if you come to us with an issue mm-hmm. be willing to answer you know we want them to come to us and not feel no one you know mm-hmm. let them know you can come to us mm-hmm. you know
0: you guys have, have always had open that philosophy. Door policy,
1: I guess, is what we...
0: Yeah. You know, open th- door policy. I think you guys respect that, the guys and girls at the company. And I'm excited for the next couple months, for the next couple years for you guys. I know that you guys have a lot in the works. I know you guys are expanding, and it's exciting. I'm appreciative that I'm able to watch your guys' journey. But I appreciate your time today. And I think yeah. that a lot of people are going to get a lot of value out of this how to yeah. build a team the culture aspect and and the overall keeping people number one really appreciate well, that well
1: thank you for having me in here i know we kind of talked jumped around on a lot of this stuff good. but uh, it's you good. know hopefully we can get back together and maybe discuss just a key topic maybe someone might have a question on something and
0: that's exactly if, I, yeah. if,
1: if they have a question on a topic or something maybe you let me know and something and say, Keith, you know, is there over the years, can you kind of speak on some of this topic or something? And, you know, Apollonia, you know, we sit here and talk, if it, whatever we said today, if it helped one person mm-hmm. is worth it to you, worth my time here today. Absolutely. So, and, well, uh, I will Like I say, we just, it's just, uh, there's a lot to talk about and I think I like your approach here and, uh, you Know, come from someone that's been out in the field and stuff, you know.
0: Yeah, you don't yeah. learn
1: this, and you know, uh, lay some uh, Class Harvard one. grad, or no, he went to <laughs> no, he was at, he didn't go to Harvard, he went to uh, Yale. Yeah, one of the, we was sitting in there and you know, we was giving the budget there, and I handed it in there and on my little notebook. They didn't make fun of my notebook, I was always <laughs> writing stuff down, so uh. Um, what school, you know, he's talking about, Yale. You know, he said, so on this, where did you learn? To do? I said, uh, I went to school at Lamar, you know, Lamar. He thought Lamar University, that's, you know, where I grew You're up massive. at. And uh, he you said, told well, them I like this. He said, where did you do? I said, well, they didn't teach you at Yale, that part. That's <laughs> something I learned there. So, you know, we learn out in the field and what, what works and what don't. And always apply apply things that you know works mm-hmm. and, and, and and the people respect the people mm-hmm. and your employee they're number one mm-hmm. and make them feel number one
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to work for someone that I know that don't care about me yeah just no one number. does no one does don't want to be like that you know and that you'll be a statistic
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you're a number to them you know I don't want to be I don't want to be the company that goes over and report well we had two fatalities what was that employee number 225, okay, yeah, what was, his, what was his name? No, no, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, you know God forbid anybody. Mm-hmm. On what? I don't, not on my shift.
0: Mm-hmm. And I like what you said. If you have, if you're listening, and if you have any questions, if you're new to the industry or if you're growing and expanding your team, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me, um, leave comments direct. Uh, you can learn more about us. You could find us on your favorite social media platform. If you have any. Um, specific questions for Keith too. Please reach out. And I agree. I think what we'll do is we'll have. Um, I think I want to bring people in a sneak peek to your guys at one of your safety standdowns or a safety yeah. meeting. We'll have uh, David the videographer. We'll have. We'll do a clip, and I want the viewers to you see. you can spend
1: the day in the field on projects,
0: and they can, and he can. You know, yeah, he, can, he can get you it. No
1: integrity. That's doing the right thing when no one's watching. Yeah. Well, me and you might go check the integrity of my crew.
0: Let's go do it. That'll yeah. be the next show. Yeah. Integri- <laughs> That'll be-
1: integrity check. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, we sit here and talk this, and they're going, yeah, this keeps blowing smoke right up our ass. But we'll go to the field, folks, and see what they are doing. There we done.
0: go. And I then, think that would and, be perfect. And, and,
1: and like you said, it's good. You guys might have they may have a suggestion that's going to help all of us.
0: Hey, I want to yeah. hear your suggestions. Yeah. I want to hear what you guys have done to also build a team and culture, even if you're not here in Colorado, people listening all over. What have you guys done to make your company successful and keep the culture up, and how are you How are you going to operate? What's your growth strategy um, now that we're going to be facing probably another another little boom? We'll guess we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, that's what
1: we're hoping for. And, uh, yeah. And like I say, I want to hear, I want
0: to hear your guys' input. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, and that kind of like say, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to be the deal. We want to be real. Mm-hmm. You know, we're real. I don't, know, di- yeah. don't just come up with, you know, let's just be real and face real. Be real. Yeah. You know, that.
0: People can uh, see through it. People yeah. can see through if you're not.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think this is good, Apollonia, to have something like this because, uh, you know, literature, mm-hmm. you get stuff crammed down your throat on yeah. how you're supposed to, to do things. Let's you just know. talk about but it. But anyway. This real, is for
0: the frontline workers. This is for the people. Real-time
1: mm-hmm. work and, you know, real-time issues. Mm-hmm. You know, not scenarios that was in a book. <laughs> I can talk to you about real-time stuff and maybe, yeah. you know, we want to hear about people's stuff out there too.
0: Yeah, please, please leave your yeah, comments. Yeah, you know, we learn
1: from Stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So hopefully you get some feedback. And like I say, I enjoyed today, and awesome. I think it's worth taking time to do this. You know, if it helps someone. So
0: well, I appreciate it. And, and you guys uh, heard Keith. We want to hear your guys's feedback and. We'll end at that. Keep people first. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway. So I really appreciate it.
1: No matter what business you think you're in, you better be in the people business.
0: Absolutely. You want to be successful. Absolutely. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. See you next time.